How is analytics changing the world, and what role will it play in security? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm here today with Hugh Thompson, Program Committee Chair for RSA Conference USA, to talk about the role that analytics is playing in security. Hugh, you've been talking about data analytics and the role that it's going to play in helping to define the security industry. You mentioned earlier that you think from our perspective in the security field, we're still kind of defining ourselves. Could you elaborate on what you think about the industry now and where we are? Yeah, sure. First, thanks, Tracy, for having me. You know, we're at a really exciting time in information security. I think you've seen a lot of changes over the last 24 months in the attack landscape, some of the threats that have come in. But we're also in this pre-Renaissance phase where we're starting to look at big data. And I think big data will give us a ground truth around security. We're a very young field. There's lots of other fields that have progressed using analytics. Look at the way that you shop online. Look at the way that you even buy insurance and have that priced for you. Analytics has transformed lots of other industries. And it's exciting to think what it's going to do for information security. I think it's, it's going to give us insight on which technologies work and which don't which uh, approaches and methodologies, even training methods for employees, educational resources, are effective at keeping data safe and keeping the business safe. So it's a really exciting time in that way. Now, one thing that you mentioned earlier, and you've touched on it briefly here, is the fact that analytics has changed other industries and helped them to evolve or to reach the next level, to find their so-called ground truth. How do you see that happening in the security space? What might our ground truth be? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, I, I always think the best indicator of the future is, uh, is the past, especially from uh, other industries. And you look at the consequence of this type of analytics. You know, when I go to uh, a website like Amazon.com, for example, Ten years ago, you went there and I'd get the same landing page as my mom would get or my cousin would get. Uh, today, I go to Amazon.com and I get a completely different landing page, something customized just to me. And we've seen this personalization of security play out through analytics. And it turns out, statistically, that's the best way to sell goods to someone. If you present to them something that they're personally interested in, that other people have been personally interested in, that was a huge step forward in commerce. Now, you look at that transformation and wonder, what will that transformation look like in security? I think what it will do is it will start to remove a bunch of super superstition that exists in the security space today. We do a lot of the things that we do based on convention. Why do we employ product A, B, and C? Why do we have a policy that passwords have to be eight characters? Why do we teach employees about security during new employee orientation and never talk to them about it again for another year? We do it usually because that's what we did last year. That's what we did the year before. I think analytics has the ability to come in and tell us, look, those methods that we were doing, some of those were right, some of those were wrong, and here's actual data to back it up. And there's going to be a big sifting out period in the security space where some technologies rise and others fall. But the benefit of it is it's going to be us becoming smarter about how to defend ourselves. And it might not be some universal truth. 
right? Maybe the answer isn't that every password must be eight characters. Maybe the answer is for a financial services company in Singapore, you should have 12 characters. Maybe the answer is for a technology company in California, you should have eight characters. I think that it may turn out that we've got this multimodal distribution of what the right answer is, and it's exciting to see that play out. I want to come back to talk about some of the ways that we could use big data to help define cultural differences or how to approach cultural differences. But you made a point here that I, I want to touch on quickly, and that is the notion that we, in security, we always do things the way we've always done them. Do you think that big data or data analytics could perhaps change this perspective that we have about compliance and you know the divide that we see between compliance and security? Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest challenges that we face in security today is a growing divide between compliance and actual functional security. Uh, I think analytics will be helpful in that space, but I'll tell you it's going to be a slow process. It took us a long time to get the regulations that we have today, and I think it's going to take a lot of data to change the regulations that we have and align them more to risk. But I think the truth is that we're going to find out that sweeping regulations aren't the right answer. I think it's going to be very personalized, very individualized to the company, the type of data that the company's using. So that that's going to be an interesting discussion. But yeah, I do think that some of the conventional wisdom that we have in this space will be challenged. Uh, I think for some people it's going to be very exciting. For other people it's going to be very concerning. Uh, and I think uh, in some ways it's going to cause a different breed of security executive to emerge inside big enterprises. And you can see that that sifting out process happen even in a field like baseball. Right? When Billy Bean first decided we're going to use analytics to choose baseball players instead of relying on the scouts that we've relied on for decades and centuries, uh, it was really disruptive. It was really scary, actually, to a lot of people in the space. But he embraced it, and now you see many other people use that same approach to selecting their players. Now, after that revolution happened in baseball, you saw some people who were so entrenched in the old method of doing things just become less and less relevant over time. And the people that embrace the new method of doing things rise to the top. So I think that you're going to see a very interesting period over the next couple of years as we truly move from analytics to real insight about security. Yeah, and I can just foresee the challenges that this is going to pose because we're talking about making it a more global marketplace, information sharing, having international regulations. And one of the things that's come up at this particular conference is just the diversity that we see among the countries within Asia itself. Um, and taking that out to the global landscape, of course, is going to be increasingly challenging. How might data analytics help to address some of these cultural differences that we see when it comes to security? Oh, sure. And, you know, it's fascinating. There is no one Asia. Asia is incredibly diverse, incredibly eclectic. Country to country, laws vary, policies vary, conventions vary, and culture varies. So I think what analytics will show us is that we can find solutions that fit in to a set of, and 
please excuse my mathematical uh, words, but an n-tuple of factors, right? Multiple factors that determine what the right approach is. The danger, though, in analytics is that we start to worship averages. Right? If we took the world's population all the companies in the Fortune 1000, and we wanted to come up with an average of what the best way was to do passwords, what the best way was to do authentication, to do antivirus, I think that we would come up with a result that is actually not very useful for anybody in that space because you're taking a lot of these very individualized situations, verticals, cultures, and trying to mix them together. So I think that what analytics will eventually show us is that there's a, a right answer for a particular company or a particular government agency, but that may be very different from what the global answer is. Hugh, I want to thank you for your time today. Great. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for taking the time. Again, we've just heard from Hugh Thompson of RSA. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.